I love, and I think my favorite part about being a dad is how much joy I feel when I see him, mm-hmm. like every day. You know, he's been here seven months, and every morning I just get so happy when I see him. Mm-hmm. I think if we were in this pandemic and in this lockdown that we're in now, it would be a lot different if we didn't have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he brings so much joy, not only to me, but to everybody. You yeah. Know? Everybody that sees him on video or pictures of him or, you know, on, on social media, mm-hmm. he, he brings so much joy to a lot of people and especially to us. So I think that's probably my favorite part. Mm-hmm. How happy he makes me every day. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning into episode 13 of the Learn with Laos podcast. In this episode, I sat down with my brother in law and temporary roommate, Carlos Castano. We talked all about being a new dad, so preparing for the baby's arrival, how becoming a father has changed his life, advice that he has for soon-to-be dads, and what he's been learning on this journey. A couple weeks ago, we heard from my sister Tracy about being a new mom to my nephew and best friend Carter, and this week, we're hearing from the other side about what that dad life has been like for Carlos. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. How are you feeling? <laughs> Today, I'm good. Okay. Um, for our listeners, can you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Carlos Castano. I am your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Tracy's husband. Yes. And the father of my favorite child, Carter. That's right. Yes. Um, so I wanted to have you on my podcast because you're a new dad and there's a lot you've been learning and going through as a new father and we already heard from tracy your Mm -hmm. wife Mm -hmm. about being a new mom so it just makes sense to get the other side and hear about being a new dad sure Mm -hmm. um so did you always know that you wanted to be a dad yes um i always knew that i wanted to be a dad um and i just didn't know when Mm -hmm. i didn't uh no one I was going to feel ready to be a dad, but I did yeah. want to be a dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you know that you were ready when you guys decided? I don't think that point ever came where mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, I'm ready to be a dad. Um, it was always scary. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you can really prepare for. And I think that's the uh, realization that I I came to, that there was never going to be a perfect moment where I'm gonna be, where I, I was going to decide that I was going to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Um but there was other things that I felt put us in a good place to, to be parents. Mm-hmm. Um, as a couple, you know, I felt that we were uh, mature enough. We had a good foundation to now um, start having kids. So that was mm-hmm. one, one big area. Um, and also, uh, you know, we had a house and we had a few other things that better prepared us for that moment. Mm-hmm. But personally, I, I did not feel ready um to yeah. be a daddy wasn't uh something that i felt yeah mm-hmm. scary it is it it's is. a huge life change it is and i think that's mm-hmm. one thing that you can't uh really prepare for mm-hmm. personally yeah mm-hmm. true so tracy told us the last time about when she found out that you guys were having a baby but let's hear your side of the story yeah it's the same story um you know i i wanted us to find out together um but it didn't happen that way uh i was upset at the moment that it wasn't like that but you know that that quickly went away you know Mm -hmm. when i just started thinking about having a a baby 
Um, so it wasn't the way I imagined uh, it was going to happen, but uh, it happened the way it happened, and, and I'm, I was happy afterwards about mm-hmm. being a dad. Yeah. So for those who didn't listen to Tracy's episode, do you want to tell us what happened? Um, so I was with a friend, and I was at his house, and uh, Tracy was home, and um, I think we were trying at the moment, and but we weren't sure that we were pregnant yet. We took a test a few weeks earlier, and it was negative, um, so we thought we weren't pregnant. And then, you know, Trace wasn't satisfied with that, I guess, so <laughs> she was here at home thinking about it, and then bought another test and then took that test and it was positive mm-hmm. um, and she called me right away uh, to tell me and I was sitting beside my friend at his house and she called me and she's like I have something to tell you I have something to tell you and I'm like what and she's like I took another <laughs> test and I'm like okay and she's like and it's positive but it's from Dalarama so I don't know how true it is <laughs> And yeah, so many emotions went through my head at that moment. I didn't want to give it away to our friends that were mm-hmm. sitting beside me that, that we were pregnant. So I basically said, okay, we'll talk when I get home. Uh, and that was it. And mm-hmm. then my friend asked me, what happened? And he's like, oh no, it's something to do with Carito. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was it. But in my head, a million things were running through my head. Yeah. Um, because I didn't think that it was not positive. Mm-hmm. If he was positive, I think there was a very good chance that he was true. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, so how did how did you guys tell your side of the family? Um, we told them um, in different ways. So I think we told my mom first. Um, and so we went over to their house. And basically I got my niece to go tell her that Aww. she was going to be a grandma. Hmm. And that uh, that she was going to have another cousin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember exactly the words she, she used. Um, but basically, she went down to see my mom and, and told her, uh, you're going to be an Aya. Or uh, that's how, what she calls my, my mom. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, when? It's like, in the future. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> a grandma in the future. Mm-hmm. So she didn't think anything of it. And then she came upstairs to where we were. And then she just, she just basically said, oh, yeah, Lava just told me that I'm going to be a grandma in the future. And uh, we said, yep, you are. And she couldn't believe she asked us, like, for real? Like, mm-hmm. in the near future? We said, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she started crying. And it was a, a very emotional moment. And then for my dad, what we did is we, we pretended that we were going to take a picture. And mm-hmm. uh, just before uh, we did a countdown, like three, two, one. And then I basically said, Tracy's pregnant. And uh, we got that on video, which was nice. And he couldn't believe it either. He just kept asking, like, seriously, seriously, seriously. And we're like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very, very, very nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're ready for you guys to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next family day. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, so what was it like for you when you guys were getting ready for him? What was it like for me? Mm-hmm. Um, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're still nervous and you still want to be as prepared as you possibly can be. But it was exciting. It was exciting to set up his room. It was excited, exciting to... 
you know, start getting things and mm -hmm. putting the crib together and deciding how we're going to do this and which stroller we're going to get and what uh, car seat and mm -hmm. all these things, right? Um, yeah, so for me, it was a, a very exciting moment. I remember it like that. Yeah. I know for Trace, it was always a bit more, she was a bit more worried than I was um, mm -hmm. just because she wanted to make sure that everything we got was going to be, you know, good for him, that everything was going to be safe and uh, things like that. For me, it was just exciting. I mm -hmm. just, I couldn't wait for him to be born mm -hmm. or for, I guess we didn't know boy or yeah. girl at that time, but True. Uh, I just couldn't wait to see, to see the baby. Mm -hmm. Anything that you did mentally to prepare yourself? Oh, I think as, as a dad, for sure, you do a lot of mental things. And the fact that we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl, you, you think about, you know, what if, what if it's a girl? Mm -hmm. How am I going to do this? Or if it's a boy, what am I going to do? Um, and for me, there was a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of planning that you do. Um, in my head, I always thought, you know, if he was a girl, I'd have to make sure that I provide her with, you know, protection and stability. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but with a boy, it would be, I have to teach him so many things. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's going to look at me for examples on how to deal with different things and and the way I do things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I automatically I started when from the moment we found out that we were that we were, gonna, that we were pregnant, uh, all those things went through my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then even to today, I still think about how am I going to teach him different things now that I know he's a boy and uh, at what stages I'm going to to teach him those things. Mm -hmm. What kind of things? Um, you know, how to deal with people, how to treat people, how to treat his mom, um, I think. And, and I'm more conscious of the way I do things now because I know he's always observing. Mm -hmm. And from now on, he'll be observing the way we do things and he's going to learn from that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a very important thing is, yeah, know how to treat people because mm -hmm. you have to be able to coexist with everybody else uh, in the world, right? Whether at home, at school, and when he's working one day, um, he's going to have to be able to to treat everybody with respect. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a very important aspect for me. Uh, but also teaching him how to to grow as a person, you know, to be able to uh, control his emotions and deal with the different emotions that we all have to deal with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. uh, so very th things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you think the way you raise your child would differ a lot if it were uh, a girl versus boy yeah um i find that with a boy uh, i feel like it's easier for me to teach yeah. a boy uh, if it was a girl i think it'd be a bit more challenging for me because mm -hmm. uh, i can't relate as much yeah um and uh, but i think some things will be the same you know uh, mm -hmm. like i was saying earlier you know how to deal with others how to treat other people those those, those things that anybody regardless of gender mm -hmm. uh they're standard Mm -hmm. um, you know, we should treat everybody the same. <clears throat> so, but there's other things that I feel, yeah, more comfortable mm -hmm. because he's a boy. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure. sure that if I had a girl, uh, I would, I would also mm -hmm. think of ways of teaching her as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. I feel like dads who have all girls become so soft. <laughs> yeah. I've like seen that. Like our dad. <laughs> he is the softest little man. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. friends like that too, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. which is good. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. um, so Tracy said that it was hard for you a bit when she was pregnant because she kind of felt like she experienced all the firsts. 
so like when he would kick and stuff and then you kind of um like experienced it after a little bit yeah so i mean that's normal um i wanted to experience things together as much as possible but Mm -hmm. you know there's nothing you can do about when the baby kicks she's gonna feel it first and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of times where I was at work and she would tell me like oh the baby's kicking so much right now and I just Mm -hmm. I couldn't be there to to feel it and every time sometimes that I tried to to touch her belly to feel him kick he wouldn't kick and I'd be with my Mm -hmm. hand on her belly for like 20 minutes and nothing (laughs) was happening Mm -hmm. so then I would kind of give up and get a little bit frustrated Mm -hmm. because you know those are moments that you look forward to experiencing and seeing for the first time and she was getting them all the time and I wasn't getting them as often but yeah it's normal it nothing you can do about it and eventually Mm -hmm. I did get to experience them Mm -hmm. um so it's not like I missed out yeah was it you that was telling me that you were gaining weight with Tracy? That I was gaining weight with Tracy? Or was it Tracy? somebody else? Because, uh, like, whenever the wife gets cravings, yeah. and then it's like she doesn't want to eat alone, so the husband eats with her. Yeah, I think so I think I did. I don't know if I said that, but uh, it's true. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes she, she had cravings, and she didn't have many. But when she did, you know, I would eat with her or mm-hmm. she would want to eat uh, at different times that we normally don't eat. So then I would mm-hmm. snack with her yeah. as well. I don't know exactly <laughs> how much I gained, but uh, I think I did for sure. Mm-hmm. What did you say, Tracy? I said Carlos had more cravings than me. Like, that is true. No. That is true. I think well, I, I had... <laughs> yeah, I think I was surprised that she didn't have many cravings. I was mm-hmm. expecting more cravings from her, but she didn't, but I did. Uh, mm-hmm. is that normal <laughs> i think i find i've heard that there is husbands that get Why? the cravings or also get the sickness really what yeah. the heck i've never heard of that yeah i actually know friends that that fell sick too and i Why? had one one time that i felt sick really? with the smell yeah i went to to buy bread at uh at a supermarket around here and it was i think in the morning and I went to, to buy some buns. And when I went to the bakery to ask for the specific bun, they had just pulled out a batch of I don't know what. Mm-hmm. But the smell of egg. Weird. Yeah, was very, like, strong in my nose. I don't know for that moment. And, yeah, I felt sick. Like, I thought I was going to throw up heck? because of the smell. But it was the smell of fresh bread, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. But at that <laughs> moment, it was just egg. like, And, yeah, I got sick. I didn't throw up, but I got really sick to my stomach, so I just bought the bread and went home, yeah. Hmm. But that was the only time. Why does that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Something to look up for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. What was it like living with pregnant Tracy? What was it like? It was good. Um, You can tell the truth. I am. It was good. She had a good good pregnancy, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was really, really good. Yeah, the first months were were rough because she had morning sickness and mm-hmm. I felt frustrated in a way because there was nothing I could do to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was always like, what do I get you? Like, what do you need? Like, you don't need Pepto-Bismol, but like, is there anything that I can give you so that you stop throwing up or you stop feeling so nauseated? And there was nothing. It was just, you know, you're mm-hmm. having a baby. Um, but after the three months, it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good. Um, we exercised together a lot, which was nice. And uh, we did a lot of things together. Um, so, yeah, no, there was... I really enjoy it. Sometimes I miss it. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Tracy was lucky, I feel, with her pregnancy after the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. She had a really good pregnancy. Yeah, she we did. We went camping when she was eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how good it was. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And she hiked with us and she did all this stuff, right? So mm-hmm. uh, she was very strong and healthy, mm-hmm. which was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the second one will be like. Because people yeah. say it's harder the next one. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. things are harder, some things are easier. Yeah, um, true. You know, they say the delivery part is easier with the second one because mm. mm, you've learned so much from the first, but they say that sometimes you get more sick. Mm. Some people say depending on gender, you get more sick or not. So yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. Every every woman's different, I think. Yeah, so. true. Um, so how did it feel when Cardi was born? It was very emotional. Mm-hmm. It was very, very emotional. Um, I think one of the few times I've cried of mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. was that that yeah. moment yeah when when I saw him um it was suspenseful it was very emotional but yeah it was, it was a joy that I've never felt before mm-hmm. um because the, the 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 labor was so long mm-hmm. I felt like we were waiting so long for him to see him um and we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl mm-hmm. so that made it very suspenseful very exciting uh, so when he finally came out and we were able to see his face, it was, yeah, mm-hmm. a joy I can't explain. And mm-hmm. I couldn't help but, you know, to cry. Yeah. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about how you, um, like, did the kind of gender reveal. Well, sort of. Um, when he was yeah. So, I, uh, you know, when it was when he was very getting close to to uh, coming out, I had more nurses came into the room and doctors and stuff. So I had to make sure I told everybody, you know, please don't tell her what, what we're having. I want to be the one to announce it. And they were all very mm-hmm. good. And um, he was uh, face down, which mm-hmm. is why Trace had a, a hard time mm-hmm. delivering him. Uh, so when he first came out, the first thing I saw was his head and his butt. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see exactly what we had at that point and mm-hmm. then they cleaned him up and we're doing stuff and I was trying to see you know like what is is it a boy is it a girl and then uh, our our OB finally flipped him over and mm-hmm. then I was able to to see that it was a boy and I told Trace it's a boy mm-hmm. and I think that's when we both just started crying Aww. and uh, but we were extremely happy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my Cardi yeah mm-hmm. um, were you happy it was a boy versus a girl <laughs> uh no i wouldn't say i would be happier uh, mm-hmm. i think in my mind i was ready for both yeah i had plans for both mm-hmm. uh you know if it was a girl i had things that i wanted to do if it was a boy i had plans so i was happy um mm-hmm. i was happy that it was a healthy baby mm-hmm. that it was a chubby strong <laughs> baby uh, eight six i don't think i was expecting mm-hmm. that big of a baby but mm-hmm. i was happy about that and the fact that tracy was okay Mm-hmm. I think that, that those are the things that I was happy about. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. I was really happy he was a boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you called him as a boy. You were the mm-hmm. only one. Everybody yeah, else I thought he would be a boy. That's right. Yes, he's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you guys decide on Carter? Oh, that was probably one of the hardest things, picking a name. Mm-hmm. It was very tough. For months, I think, we were going back and forth about names, this and that. And uh, I think Trace picked Carter. And at first, I, I wasn't sold on it uh, because I think that was important for me was that my family would be able to pronounce the baby's name. And mm-hmm. Carter is a very, a very English uh, name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I had a bit of a hard time with it at the beginning. I liked it, but the fact that I wasn't sure if my family members were going to be able to say Carter yeah. um, was something that held me back at first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after I thought about it, I kept thinking about it, Carter, Carter. And I'm like, okay, if they said it in Spanish, it would be something like Carter. I'm like, well, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. They could say Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so nice. Yeah. So then, yeah, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I think. But it was very close to the to the end, mm-hmm. uh, very close to the end of the nine months that we decided on the two names. Yeah, uh, what was the other one? Or am I, I allowed to know? I can't say. <laughs> Trish will kill me if I tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to save it in case we have a girl in the future. You so, mean a boy? Oh. Oh. Yeah, we had, an, uh, we yeah, had, okay, okay. We had a name for a girl and a boy. Yeah, but okay. I think the girl was easier. Mm-hmm. finding a, a name for a, a boy was a lot harder mm-hmm. um but it was very close to the end that we decided on carter mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what was it like taking him home and and having it be the three of you here now i think that's when it hit me that we had a baby mm-hmm. the whole time we we're at the hospital i think we we're at the hospital for two days after he was born but when we finally put him in that car seat and we drove home like i saw him in my car Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I'm taking a baby home. <laughs> and when he was here and we brought him to his room and we started putting his things in different places, that's when he really hit me like, okay, we have a baby and it's here and we're going to be parents forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that Crazy. was a very shocking moment, but also uh, a very happy one because we were so mm-hmm. happy to be home. Uh, to now have a new member of the family live with us and Mm -hmm. uh, I always wondered what that was feel that was gonna feel like when Tracy was pregnant I remember we would be having dinner and I would always wonder like okay where would the baby be right now if we had him or her here where would they be Mm -hmm. you know and I always went okay like if we had a baby now you know what would I be doing with the baby right now Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was always something that I, I had a hard time picturing and when he finally, when he was finally home, then all those doubts kind of went away, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my babes. Yeah, that's crazy to go from, like, two to three. Yeah. And be responsible for someone else's life. Yeah, it changes your life. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. Scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was reading that postpartum for dads is a real thing. Postpartums for dad is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of that before. I haven't experienced it. No. There are things that I miss, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, about, you know, when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, I would come home and I would, you know, kiss her belly and talk mm-hmm. to the belly. And, <laughs> you know, we would take pictures at every week. Um, and, you know, that kind of stuff I miss. Mm-hmm. When I was, when she was pregnant, I wanted the nine months to end because yeah. I wanted to see the baby. Mm-hmm. But now that they're gone, I'm like, oh, I wish it was a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Or I wish I could, you know, uh, get to, to do it again. Yeah, I have moments like that. But as far as, you know, depression, I wouldn't, I haven't experienced yeah. that at all, no. True. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, what's been the best part about being a dad so far? The best part? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot. There's a lot of things that are... I love and I think my favorite part about being a dad is how much joy I feel when I see him mm-hmm. like every day you know he's been here seven months and every morning I just get so happy when I see him mm-hmm. I think if we were in this pandemic and in this lockdown that we're in now 
would be a lot different if we didn't have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he brings so much joy, not only to me, but to everybody. You know? Yeah. Everybody that sees him on video or pictures of him or, you know, on, on social media, mm-hmm. he, he brings so much joy to a lot of people and especially to us. So I think that's probably my favorite part. Mm-hmm. How happy he makes me every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's such a good boy. He is. He's such a happy baby. And that's the other thing, yeah. He's mm-hmm. a very happy baby, which, you know, reflects mm-hmm. on all of us. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Makes everyone happy. Yeah. I wonder what it'd be like if he was not so happy. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, there's stages. Mm-hmm. You know, some babies are cranky, but, yeah. you know, they grow out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Um, what's been the hardest part about being a new dad? The hardest part? Um, I think there's different stages and every mm-hmm. stage has its difficulties. At the beginning, it was a lack of sleep. I mm-hmm. found that very hard. Um, you know, the broken sleep mm-hmm. because you're up every two, three hours and, you know, waking up so often is not something that you're used to. Your body's not used to it. And you just get so frustrated sometimes when they're crying and um, you're trying to put them to sleep and they don't sleep. Um, so at the beginning, I found that to be uh, a very difficult time. When I went back to work after eight weeks of being home with him, mm-hmm. uh, it was hard not to be home with him. It yeah. was hard to go to back True. to work and not see him every day and not be able to, you know, kiss him or hold him as, as I did every day for those eight weeks. Um I've had the privilege of working from home now during this whole pandemic, so um, it's allowed me to to do that again, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say those were probably the hardest things so far. Everything else has been uh, has been really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been things that I don't like about being a dad. Yeah, you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. Nothing hard right now. Now that you're home and. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say nothing really hard. Yeah. Um maybe another another thing that I found difficult is how limited caring for the baby could be for a dad. I found mm-hmm. at the beginning they didn't need their mom so much, mm-hmm. you know, to eat and to nurture them and, and for the dad sometimes you just kinda have to sit and watch. Yeah. Um and that was a bit hard that I wish I could do more. But I realized that because he's so so little, he needs his mom right now. Yeah. Um and you know, I just have to support her. Mm-hmm. That's my way of kind of caring for him is if I support her. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than that, no, I don't have anything to mm-hmm. say that's been super difficult. No, yeah. it's been it's been all good. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess one thing I would say is like other people that aren't able to see him right now. For right? sure. Because, yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, you know, our family, right? It, it's hard mm-hmm. right now, but that's because of of what's going on outside. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's something that's difficult about being a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but about what's going on right now, yeah. Yeah, It's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm lucky. Uh, you are. You are. And <laughs> a lot of people envy you right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's I'm sure. so jealous of me. I know. I, I can know. stay with my baby all day. That's right. And I think uh, everyone's waiting for the moment that they can, mm-hmm. you know, come over and hold them and... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I look forward to that too yeah you know mm-hmm. for our family members to be able to to see him and hold him and kiss him the way we do mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. me too hopefully soon yeah I yeah, hope so me too in the meantime yeah I'll just 
Squeeze them Enjoy. all I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because every time like family get-togethers, I hold them, and Jade says, "Oh, I'll share him. Let someone else hold him. Like, I'll yeah. do what I want." Yeah. But once this but, is over, we will have to. Yeah. I we guess. probably won't see him. Yeah. At any family <laughs> gathering, which yeah. is okay. It's okay. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, has anything surprised you about being a new dad? Has anything surprised me? Yeah, there's been a lot of surprises. I mean, being a new dad brings a lot of experiences that you've never experienced before. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that surprised me at the very, very beginning when he was born, um, I never, before him, I never felt comfortable holding a baby. Oh, really? Yeah, like I was, always, when they were brand new, you know, even for my mm-hmm. sister's kids, uh, I never felt fully comfortable just, you know, picking up my niece or my nephew and holding them when they were that young, you know, I always had to sit down and have like 15 mm-hmm. pillows around me and yeah. I'd be like, okay, how do I put my hands, put them here? Is this okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but when he was born, there was a moment where they, they weighed him mm-hmm. and after they weighed him and cleaned him up and did all that stuff, the nurse just picked him up and gave him to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here's your baby. Here's your boy. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this instinct kicked in for me. Hmm. So I was very surprised by that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and I just, I felt comfortable holding my baby all of a sudden. Like I knew what to do. I knew, you know, I knew how to take care of him right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't scared. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sitting down for one. Mm-hmm. She, I was standing up beside the uh, the weight and she just gave him to me. Mm-hmm. And I held him for the first time and I felt that instant kick in I wasn't Hmm. scared or nervous or anything Um, so that really surprised me about myself that's Um, so cool yeah yeah it was really 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 cool Um, and other things that have surprised me has been him Mm -hmm. everything about him how quick he learns and how quick they pick up on things and you know and you'll be able to see that now that you've been here you know Mm -hmm. every morning when he wakes up I feel like he's doing something different he's learned something Mm -hmm. he understands certain things Mm-hmm. And it's just so fast, yeah. You know, to see him going from bottle feeding to now like eating himself, he basically you know picks up mm-hmm. food and knows to put it in his mouth and to chew it, and then you know things like that. And um, yeah, that's been incredible to see mm-hmm. uh, how quickly, yeah, you know, they develop and learn. He's growing up so fast. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. Now he can say "dada." I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Crazy. It's really exciting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does it feel when your son's calling you "dada"? Ah, oh, you feel warm inside, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you just feel this thing. I don't express it. I know, but uh, yeah, I get really happy every time. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I've been trying to get him. I'm so selfish. Like, say, "Mama Katie." <laughs> He'll get there. He's got mm-hmm. Mama already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got mama. Now he just says dada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. But uh, I'm trying to teach him it's other nice. words. Yeah. Yeah, so all these things that he's just, he's learning so fast and mm-hmm. it's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. 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 That's nice. I like it. Um, okay, so what is the biggest thing you've been learning as a new dad? The biggest thing I've been learning as a new dad? Mm-hmm. Um, having him has really changed my outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes, you know, I had goals and I had different a perspective on life before he was born. But now that he's here, all of that has changed. You know, uh, I just think about him now. Mm-hmm. I think about his future and how I can provide him with the best future possible. 
so I'm not thinking about me or Trace um, alone. You know, mm-hmm. now part of all of my goals, part of the rest of my life will be him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that uh, I'm looking to learn more about as well. And I look at other parents that have gone through it. You know, what do they do to give, you know, their kids the best life possible? I look at it like your mom and dad mm-hmm. uh, and see what they did because they did a lot of things right in, in my eyes and uh, other parents as well. You know, my own parents <clears throat> did a lot for me and seeing how all those things benefited me mm-hmm. um, now that I'm older. Um, so that's one thing that I'm learning uh, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to learn that from from parents who have been successful. Mm-hmm. At raising their kids because you know that's my goal now as a parent mm-hmm. is to be able to raise a successful Carter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> my baby yeah um do you have any advice for soon-to-be dads um for sure uh, I think right now first first time dads it's it's scary it's scary because you don't feel ready you don't know what it's going to be like. Um, but that moment where, you know, I held him for the first time and that instinct kicked in, uh, it will happen, you know, for, for all dads. Um, and you'll be fine. You know, it's scary, but once your, your baby's here, uh, you just, you learn. Uh, and, and there's this instinct that you kind of have to um, follow, you know, and, and it's in all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the, uh, that nervousness and that anxiety of, of not being ready goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that that was a big thing for me. I never fall. I'm like, I always thought, am I ready? Am I ready? Um, but after he came, I was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my advice would be to not let that fear or that nervousness overtake you or prevent you from having kids. Because mm-hmm. um, once they're here, you know, they change your life for the better. And and they make you super happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Um, okay, I just have two more questions. But mm-hmm. um, do you have anything else you want to add or talk about related to dad life? To dad life, um, people have heard this before, but your appreciation for for your wife is something that you also see a lot more. You know, um, I, I look at Trace and what she does for Carter every single day and, you know, what she did to bring him into this world and everything she does uh, mm-hmm. on a, you know, day after day for him is incredible and it definitely, you know, increases your admiration for your wife. Um, that's something that I've learned uh, <clears throat> during this process as well. And I'm sure uh, all mothers want the best for their babies. More than dads, I find there's this connection between mom and and baby that only they have and mm-hmm. you know all the work that they put on they put in to raise and make sure that their kids are okay um it's incredible and i feel like as dads you know what we need to do is yeah love and care for our babies but also for them help them continue providing that for your baby because mm-hmm. only only a mom can take care of her baby no one else can do it the way they do. I, I find myself, I don't think I could do it the way Trace does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think as a husband, as a new dad, I think you have to provide your wife, the mother of your baby, with all the support that you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, um, other than that, 
no, it's exciting. I'm super excited for the years to come and to see him grow and learn new things. And I can't wait to teach him things. Like there's so many things in my mind that I want to show him and teach him. And, mm -hmm. you know, like we've talked about, I want to travel with him and mm -hmm. show him the world, you know, mm -hmm. and everything I've seen and learned that has made me happy. I just want to transfer it all to him so that he can, you know, be happy as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very nice. Oh, my baby. I love him so. <laughs> um, okay. So my last two questions that I ask everybody. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yeah. So the first is, what is something you've been learning lately? In general? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. It can be Carter related, just or anything, whatever you want. Oh, there's lots. I think mm -hmm. I, I like learning and I always try to learn more, more and more. Um, you know, I find that the more you learn, the more well-rounded you are, the more self-sufficient you are. And uh, I learned that from my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always it's always good to know something, to know how to do something. Um, and that's why, you know, I find that because of him, I know how to do a lot of things, you know, like fix my car. And, um, you know, I learned about science when I was in school. And now I'm learning about IT stuff because of my new job. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I want to, one things that I want to learn, um, I learned to cook more things. I think that's one thing that I would like to learn. Um, and I'm learning right now. I'm trying to bake. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one thing that I'm kind of learning on the side. I want to learn how to bake. Just make bread. That's all I want to learn for now. Mm -hmm. um, and some, something else that I'm learning right now, it's uh, you always have to learn about yourself as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I just turned 30. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of... Uh, reflection that goes on I guess at this time for me um, where am I gonna go what have I done what have I learned from everything I've done up till now and how I can use that to to move forward mm -hmm. so I've been doing a lot of that uh, lately as well learning more about myself and uh, everything that I've learned so far and how mm -hmm. I can use it anything that stands out from what I've learned mm -hmm. about your turning 30 life reflections um anything that stands out there's been a lot of things uh, you know being a husband is one thing being a dad is another thing mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think I've learned to deal with difficult situations I this thing is one thing that I've learned in the past 30 years mm -hmm. uh, everybody goes through difficult situations but how you view them and how you treat them will really affect the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something that I've done fairly well because I haven't let things that have gone wrong in the past let me um, affect my future. Mm -hmm. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from difficult situations. Um, and you use that those learning points uh, for the future to make sure you don't do this. You don't make mis the same mistakes again um, or things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, okay, last question. What's the biggest thing you've learned in life so far? Whoa. <laughs> the yes. biggest thing I've learned in life. Mm -hmm. hmm. Take your time. We need to pause. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Ah. The biggest thing I've learned in life so far. Mm-hmm. In my 30 years. 
I think one of the most important things that I've learned in life so far is to to take care of the most important things in life. I've always been taught to to love others, uh, to love God and to love others, and to love others the same way you love yourself. And um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned because it's one of those things that, you know, stays with you forever. Like one of the things that are permanent is your relationship with others, such as your family uh, and your spouse. And you have to show love um, for them so that you can also be loved. Um, So I think making sure that you're always working at those relationships with your family, with your spouse, with your kids, um, with everybody um, makes a huge impact on your life and is one of the most important things in in my life. So making sure that I'm always doing that, that I'm always working at those relationships and making sure that they're stable and that they're good and I'm doing my part um, is is important for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. That's good. Thanks. Cool. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, not really. Oh, okay. I can't wait to have another baby. <laughs> Me too. Party needs a sibling. I think so too, but at the right time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. we're definitely looking to have another baby. Mm-hmm. Two? Two, yeah, I think. Like two two more babies or no. two total? Th- yeah, yeah. Uh, and one more for now <laughs> one more for now and then mm-hmm. we'll see mm-hmm. you, know, you know things could change so mm-hmm. I think we want to have another one mm-hmm. you know the experience with Carter has been so nice and mm-hmm. uh, yeah I wouldn't mind doing it all over again mm-hmm. so um, we'll let you know okay cool thank you <laughs> cool no well thanks Emil no problem thanks for having me